Welcome to this episode of Kidney Research Conversations, a podcast about transforming care for Canadians with chronic kidney disease through patient-oriented research. Brought to you by the CanSolve CKD Network. This podcast series asks patients, researchers, healthcare providers, and policymakers to share their experiences with chronic kidney disease and patient-oriented research. Tansin in Buju, hello and welcome to our Indigenous Knowledge Keepers episode, a special edition of Kidney Research Conversations. I'm your host, Craig Seti, I'm the CanSolve CKD's Indigenous Peoples Engagement and Research Council Coordinator. The CanSolve CKD Network has created the Wabashke Bijigo Skanj Learning Pathway that aims to enhance researchers' knowledge and awareness of racial biases, Indigenous voices and stories, the impact of colonization on Indigenous health, and culturally safe research practices. Today we would like to welcome a number of Indigenous knowledge keepers that have participated in the development of Wabishke Bijigo Skanj to our roundtable discussion. Here with us today is uh, Dr. Mary Wilson and knowledge keeper Latash Nahani. Thanks for thanks for joining us. Uh, I figure I'll, I'll start off the uh, podcast with just I guess asking um, the two of you to to introduce yourselves maybe uh, who you are where you're from so maybe start we'll start from the west and go to the east okay sounds good okay so this is Latash Maurice Nahini from the Squamish Nation in uh, British Columbia Vancouver BC and Mary Wilson uh, raised and born in Winnipeg, but my people come from the baseline of the mountains out by Muskegon. Fantastic. Great to have both of you uh, on the call today. So I guess we're just talking about uh, the knowledge keepers in research component that we've been working on with uh, within the CanSolve CKD network. So I uh, just wanted to ask, um, how the both of you have become involved in the knowledge keepers and research component. Okay. So um, how I've become involved is, is uh, from doing a lot of work inside the community, probably for, oh, I've been working at the lodges. I've been sun dancing, I guess involved in sun dance about 30, some odd, maybe 38 years. And it becomes community-elect. So as your community uh, recognizes you, uh, I'm a healer and a spirit walker. So as your work and your community recognizes you over many years of uh, of volunteerism and just being participating, giving back to uh, the people of the four directions, you know, it, it um, your, your community elects you into those places and um, when you are working with people with kidney issues um, that works into my work as a healer so I think that that is how it's come about is some of my work has been recognized and uh, being a part of universities and uh, different organizations involving health as a medicine person as a healer um, it becomes um, uh, uh, an ally. It becomes an ally to all health issues, 
kidney health becomes an ally to the healer and the healer to the kidney issues. Because as we unfold the different diseases and the and the different problems, we unfold a lot of cultural uh, things that have happened to us over the years. So um, there's a reason why there's kidney disease in our people. And so it's the unfolding and un uncovering of those situations as a part of the healing for kidney disease. Fantastic. That's... That's a that's a great intro into that first question, and uh, maybe we'll, we'll ask it to uh, Latash as well. Um, how have you become involved in the Knowledge Keepers and research component? Um, about three years ago, my daughter Marissa became very ill with a kidney disease uh, to the point where she needed a kidney transplant, and she was fortunate that she was able to receive a kidney from her mother, and um, we really didn't know too much about uh, kidney disease to that point. Um, there's a lot that you learn, um, I suppose, when you have to become involved with a certain illness or life situation. Well, once we uh, became involved with um, her health issues, we began to learn more about um, her health and the health of uh, many First Nations people. And I became very concerned about um, how she would be treated. And in large part, it was, um, you know, many decades ago now, uh, a friend of mine became um, pregnant and she had a difficulty with uh, delivering her baby. Uh, she needed to have a cesarean section. When she woke, she noticed that uh, beads had been sewn into her abdomen. Um, the, by the phys physician. I guess I thought that was a funny thing to have beads sewn onto a young Native girl, but it left um, a very huge scar on her emotions. And it just reminded me of how often people are mistreated by the uh, medical system. Um, things have improved a lot. I think there's still room for improvement. So I became involved with the Vancouver Coastal Health Elders Advisory Committee, uh, attending doctors' meetings with my doc, my daughter, and just finding about issues around me, and just wanting to help and support in any way that I can. Thank you. Well, thank you for sharing that uh, that story and that experience with us, and definitely uh, reminds us why uh, this work is important. It affects our, our families and our relatives and our communities. And, uh, you know, having you both as, as knowledge keepers uh, in this work uh, is, is, is vital to sharing with the broader community, you know, the, the impacts of, uh, of, of health on, on our communities, but also just directly within our families. And thank you for, for sharing that part of the first question. So I guess the second question that um, I have is is about uh, the knowledge keepers component and um, any highlights um, that you have so far of participating in uh, the knowledge keepers work with, uh, with the group. Okay, so maybe I'll start on this one. Um, through some of the ceremonies that we've had and through a traditional way of life and understanding how um, we've had that colonized impact on or interruption 
in our work, I think that we have to um, first of all look at how we can start the healing process through more of a holistic uh, balance. Um, so we're doing mind, body, and spirit for sure, and based on the seven sacred teachings. And I think one of the reasons uh, it's important to have that elder's influence is because we, even though there has been that interruption, some of us have carried different teachings down from our families. For example, with my families, we have the teachings of the, the spirits of the animals as, as a nature and how that affects us in everyday life. So we come from a very environmental perspective. And so we can share those teachings with youth and young ones because what we have been finding is that with the pain from the residential schooling, the interruption is so severe that those teachings have been lost for many families. And so it's extremely important to bring that back to our young people so they have the understanding of how important it is to take care of our mother, the earth, because without her, we have nothing, absolutely nothing. She houses us, she, she feeds us, she cares for us. It's the only consistent thing that all of us have had ever in our lives is that mother earth. And so some of the teachings and those sacred ways of knowing that that some of us carry, whether it be through art or through expression or through storytelling or through medicine or from sitting in a circle, a sharing circle, those that information is imperative, I think, personally, to help the, the world heal itself from the travesties that it's been going under. It's um, without the First Nations and Turtle Island here, without the teachings of the original peoples, I, I would question how we could heal the spirit of the land here without those, those teachings. If we don't he help heal the spirit of the land, we can't help heal the spirit of the people. And with her teachings that we are not more or less than any other living thing on the face of this earth, and that we all hold such precious and value medicine in us, each and every one of us, whether it be tree or wolf or horse or child. Some of our children are souls. They're born. They're born with such wisdom. And without that embrace of a kindness and a healing spirit and knowing our original teachings that are also linked into the language because the language is very scenic. It's all descriptive language. You know, we don't have the word. We don't have the words, for example. Um, what's one I can, I can think of? Like, we don't have words that are like, uh, the one that's common to me is the ocean. We don't have a word called the ocean. We have words that describe where the seas meet the sand. So... You know, we don't have a word that describes necessarily a woman or a man. It's a he, she, it's a, it is, it is, but it isn't. It's more of a they perspective as in non-hierarchical. So I think that it's important that those teachings are shared because, because it's, as I said, it's a mending, it's a healing. 
that's happening throughout the land. Thanks. Thank you. Uh, I guess I'll ask the same question to to uh, Latash. Some highlights of participating in uh, the knowledge keepers component so far. Well, I feel so fortunate for many many things in my life. Um, but probably one of the most important were the, my aunts and uncles, the elders that I was taken to visit when I was very young. And uh, one of the medicines that they had, and I, I didn't even realize that it was a medicine because to me it was just a greeting. It was, hello, how are you doing? But they would actually expect an answer. <laughs> and at a very young age, I'd have to sit and talk to my elders and tell about things my life you know what uh, just recently we had a celebration here in uh, vancouver bc called hobie the nishka new year and in preparing in preparation for that i made calls to many of my relatives and friends in our community and asked them to come out and sing and dance and celebrate the nishka new year and i i wanted to share the teachings that i'd grown up with i greeted each of our members that came to our practices, oh, how are you doing? And wait for their answer and talk to them. And I created an environment that was very safe for people that feel that they were safe to be there to practice and learn songs and dances. I also wanted to create an atmosphere that was fun. We're not there to blame and shame and point fingers, oh, you don't sing loud enough, you don't your drum beat is not perfect. But first of all, having fun and enjoying the culture and, and getting the medicine from the song. And as weeks went by, everyone became stronger. And the friendliness, the safety feeling was very good. You know, putting that into the medical field, um, that's how we need to be treated by doctors and nurses and all the staff in hospitals is they need to be friendly towards their people and treat us as human beings, as people, and to let us know that they care about us and, you know, we care about them. I, I care about the health of the doctors and I care about the health of the nurses and all the staff. And so I'm friendly and greeting towards them. You know, that's a small medicine, but it's a very important part. I, you know, I insisted that uh, when I... Uh, was uh, in the hospital for um, a liver transplant three years ago that they called me by my traditional name, Latash. They were so agreeable about that. And when I told them my real name, they said, yeah, of course, we'll put that in your chart. And every, every uh, medical person greeted me by my traditional name. And there were times when my family would come in and do ceremony me with prayers and and bringing in medicines that really helped with my healing process and to be part of um, the knowledge keepers network and working with other like-minded people and uh, having that balance of the modern medicine but also emphasizing the healing of our people's cultural ways is so important to to go to a group of um, elders and knowledge keepers and feeling that, you know, my words will be heard and, and that we respect each other's teachings. 
We'll see him. Thank you. Wow, great. Thank you both for, for sharing those insights. I know uh, what really spoke to me was, uh, you know, talking about relationships to each other and also to the land and to our, our ancestors and that uh, what you're sharing uh, in the Knowledge Keepers component really comes from your, your life experience and, and all of the bringing all of your community and your ancestors with you. So I think uh, that's, that's what kind of spoke to me about uh, highlights of, of being uh, involved in the component and just remembering back. That's for sure. Yes. Yeah. Um, we are only as healthy as Mother Earth. And right now Mother Earth is in terrible, terrible state of health right now. And unless we reverse our thinking and our treatment of our Earth Mother, then there's no hope for our future and things can happen because of our carelessness, like the uh, coronavirus that's currently happening and spreading around the world. And it's because of our carelessness that leads to that. So we all need to support each other and work together to ensure the health of our earth and the health of mother earth will result in our better health as well. So thank you, Craig. Yes, no problem. Yeah, and, and I was just thinking even back to the gathering, I think just the highlight of having um, the two of you, uh, Latash and Mary, along with the uh, the rest of the group of knowledge keepers all in the same room, uh, the, the energy of, of being in that room and listening to uh, literally hundreds of years of knowledge being, you know, shared and uh, talked about and, and learned, you know, especially for myself um, is, a you know, an honor and a privilege to kind of be a fly on the wall listening to the the conversations that are being had and so i guess the the last question that i had i have is what are you looking forward to with uh, this knowledge keepers component uh, of the work well i can possibly ask that what am i looking forward to i'm looking forward to sharing knowledge i'm looking forward to making connections with other people and also helping people to, to uh, reconnect with that land. I'm looking forward to tomorrow and I'm looking forward to the end of the day and I'm looking forward to putting my feet on the ground and waking up with a good heart and a good spirit. And one thing I'm really looking forward to is to see the healing. What I'd like to see before my days are done is to see people taking care of each other and of the earth and i think that this work is a a place to start and 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 really embrace some of the teachings because when we're talking about teachings from the people of the original the original peoples from uh turtle island there's incredible wisdom and fun and joy and enlightenment and connectedness. So I look forward to seeing that light in the eyes of the people when we greet each other. Thank you. Um, yeah, same same question to to Latash. What are you What are you looking forward to with uh, this knowledge uh, group? Well. Um, I was a journalist for uh, for many years, and you know, one of my 
one of my greatest experiences, I, I think, is um, I went to Cape Breton Island and I met an elder whose name was Merdina Marshall. And I went to interview her. And um, before I before I got to uh, her home, I was told that in general, she does not speak English. Um, she says that anyone who comes to visit her should learn how to speak Mi'kmaq first, and then they can go and talk to her, and she will talk to them in Mi'kmaq. And um, I also learned that she had gone to receive her master's degree from Harvard University. And when the interviewer said, we know what we can offer you, Merdina, what can you offer us? And she said, I can offer you 10,000 years of Mi'kmaq history, knowledge, culture, and medicine. And they said, you're accepted. <laughs> and, you know, that is that is so true. We have so much to offer as knowledge keepers that we can bring to the medical profession that will truly help um, heal our people physically, mentally, emotionally, and importantly, spiritually. Uh, when I was in the hospital for my transplant, um, I was visited by priests from the Anglican Church and the uh, Salvation Army, and they came in. I welcomed them to pray with me. Uh, um, I was uh, baptized as a Catholic, so I'm familiar with Christianity. But also having my family come in and do ceremony with me was was very important. And we have to be continuously diligent that our people are treated respectfully in the hospital, and that our sacred ceremonies are treated respectfully. In the hospitals, in the hospitals as well. So I look forward to learning more from our fellow elders and knowledge keepers. And it was just such a great experience in being with all of the elders and knowledge keepers, learning from them. And one thing I've learned from learning about the culture of other peoples is they teach me the questions that I need to ask my elders and knowledge keepers so I can become more deeply embedded in my culture and so that I can share the teachings with future generations. That's why I take part in these gatherings so that we continually keep the culture alive and keep our culture strong. We'll see him. Uh, we'll see him very much for, for that as well. And I guess those are our, our three questions, but, uh, Lots for us, I think, to to cover on this this podcast to to share with uh, this national audience. Um, so I think that uh, your insights and your experiences and your stories that you've shared will will help to uh, inform a lot of people who will uh, who hear this podcast. So uh, say Igret uh, and OCM to to both of you for uh, participating. I really want to thank you and Catherine for doing the work that you do. That is so helpful and inspiring to know there are people out there who care enough to um, dedicate their lives to the healing of other people. So thank you, Craig and Catherine and Mary. Yes, and thank you both. You're great as helpers and you're you're going to be fine leaders. Thank you. See you, Latash. Nice to talk to you. Bye-bye. Okay, Mary. Bye. Take care. Bye now. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye, everyone. Bye.